Good morning, everyone. Welcome to uh, Breakthrough Academy. Um, great to be here. Excited to be here, as usual. Um, I, I say that time and time <laughs> again, but it's because I am excited to be here. And so we're great to have you all here. I'm excited for another morning. I think it's yeah. going to be great. I, I'm looking forward to it. This, this obviously what we're going to share this week was what we were planning to share last week. Yeah. And then we just went on it. God just took us on a slight detour, which was a great detour. Yeah. But it means that I'm excited to get into the things that we'd planned for last yeah. week. Um, and I have this, that ex expectancy has been building. I'm Pastor Peter Lewis here from Breakthrough Church, um, this Pastor eastern part of melbourne yeah and um this is josh dovey josh dovey yes welcome and Glad to be here. and you might notice something a little bit different we're we're going something a bit different we're going a bit old school this morning um we don't have the screen behind us we're not going to put the scriptures up you're going to have to follow on you're going to have to do the old school and and, and you know pay pay more attention we're gonna yes we're gonna i won't i won't be able to swivel around and look on i'm going to have to um Find the scriptures myself, yeah. or, 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 read, or be, I'll put my head where you are. And we're going we're gonna to do this, and um, oh, we've got Caleb says, "Good morning, Pastor Peter. Who's the model beside you?" I don't know. I've only got Josh here. Yeah, that's. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, from the Tokemall, Shepherd and Corowet area today. From Richard joining Welcome, us. Good, Richard. and Joe Rose, Judith, Christine, my wife. So we've got a few people already joining us and ready to go. And um, we here at Breakthrough Academy, where we go into the Word of God in a depth that allows us to get really strong foundations yeah. that builds really strong faith. What we learn here today is going to empower you to go out and to, to live it. But we're going to take our time with the Scriptures. That's yeah. what I love about Breakthrough Academy. We can take our time yeah. to make sure that we've got everything covered so that we're not sort of just skimming the surface, missing some of the depth. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, also, you know, we our plan here is to um, empower you to minister healing to yourself and to others. And in order to do that, you've got to know the Word of God because, you know, you're going to face all sorts of situations. We'll look at this today. Uh, you know, some people sort of you get into this little cookie cutter uh, mentality that you know, Jesus healed sick. Yeah. And I say, okay, how did Jesus heal the sick? Well, you know, he, he prayed for them, or he laid hands on them. He, well, what did he actually do? And how did he um, deal with different situations? How did he handle it when people didn't have faith? How did he handle it when people had uh, their own faith? How did yeah. he handle it when other people had faith for someone? Yeah. You know, all these things actually made a difference. Um, I love, you know, one of the stories I love, um, I think in the book of Matthew, um, in fact, uh, we, we can start there. I don't have to worry about switching there. You can. Um, it's just when he says a scripture now. You've got. Uh, you've got. To, I, I'm just going to have to. As as will I. So. Yeah, I, I'm just going to enjoy just jumping from scripture to scripture, and um, and I'm just going to give an example of a, like a. Okay, we say we want to be like Jesus. We want to minister like Jesus. We want to, and this is actually the intent of the um, the study we're going to start today. We're actually just going to look at Jesus. Um, we're going to follow the book of Mark through and just yeah. see, okay, every time he encountered someone that required mm. or, or received healing, what did he do? Yeah. How did they receive it? What, what, you know, what can we learn from that? What can we, um, what can we say, okay, here's a clue that when I'm in a similar situation, now you can't just, um, do it from an external. I'm just going to copy you. It's yeah. it's the same as, okay, if I'm watching healing evangelist and he comes to and, and he lays hands on someone and they get healed. I say, oh, okay, 
Did you see how he put his hand slightly to the right hand side of the head? It wasn't the technique necessarily. There was all the other stuff happening behind it. So that's what we're going to try and be looking for. It's yeah. not just the externals. It's we like, can do the same. There's specific keys to follow, but there's not a, a, like a set formula, so to speak. Yeah. And so we're going to, yeah. What, what is that? What, you know, because we want, we sometimes want to just break it down to formula. But what we're going to do is try and learn the techniques, learn the keys, try and look behind some, as much as we can. And one of the ways to do that is sometimes if you just look at an individual situation, mm. it's just like it can actually become confusing or yeah. you can get the wrong, you can get the wrong principle. But by looking at, at, at um, different event, 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 event through the book of Mark, the idea is to get a bit of a big picture, yeah. and that helps us to understand each of the individual stories. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm, and I've jumped out of the book of Mark straight away, book of, <laughs> book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. And before you read that, I, I think it would be good because a couple of weeks ago we did also like the scripture chain. And I know that people were very excited about that. So I just feel like today will just be another, chip, a, another, another scripture another chain. Another chain and it'll be awesome. Yeah, it, 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 it just follow the scriptures Paints and allow them. And, and yeah, like we did with um, El Shaddai, it painted its own picture. And we're going to get a picture of Jesus and how he ministered healing. And so Matthew 9, 27. Well, so what I'm saying is look at this example and say, ah, um, when I say I'm going to do it just like Jesus, hmm. Are you going to do it just like Jesus? All right, because it's like sometimes well, I'm not going to do it like that. <laughs> sometimes he was pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. So it says, and Jesus passed out from there, and two blind men followed him. All right, followed him, crying out and saying, "Have mercy on us, son of David." Okay. So now we just put the picture. Okay, yeah. Josh, you walk out of here, and you're, you're you're going to walk down to the shops. I'm being followed. You and your disciples, and a group of people meet you outside, and there's two blind men. And they're saying, Josh, um, healing Josh, you know, healing minister, healing pastor Josh. Yeah. Josh, oh, um, have mercy on us. Josh, have mercy, Josh. And um, so these blind men. So what do you do, Josh? You know, like I'm going to be Jesus to them. I'm going to be, you know, do what Jesus did. I'm going to minister like, like Jesus. Of course, Jesus would heal them. I'm going to spin around. I'm going to go straight to them and say, "Man, okay. hands I'm on." Not, I'm not going to wait. I'm like, yeah, do you have faith? Oh, all right, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, look, look, these guys have got faith. They've been waiting for. They've been waiting for this opportunity. Here they go. Josh is like, I'm doing it. He says, "You know what we're going to do? These are blind men." All right, these are men. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to keep walking, and they're not going to know where I am. <laughs> they're going to they're, they're going to be listening for the the footsteps. And yeah, like, Jesus. and there's a crowd, and they're like, "Where is he? What's happening?" They say, "He's walking on." Wait, which way? Which way? Why Where's not? He? Why not turn in and heal us, like yeah. or send his disciples? Say, bring them or anything. It's yeah. just like Jesus. Look what it says. After he had come into the house. So they followed him, crying out. They find it. They're crying out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on us. Son of David, have mercy. Have mercy, Son of David, following all the way to his house. So they've gone to a home. So they could have walked a ways. They could have. We don't know that. We don't know. But, but, they, but he made them walk and yeah. follow him. He's just walking. There's no indication that he's, um, you know. Now, you've always got to be careful. This is another thing that we're going to learn. Yeah. You've got to be careful to make too much from what isn't said. Yeah, that's right. All right. That's now, right. I, I, I'm sort of painting a picture purely based on what's said. But I, you know, Jesus hasn't said, well, listen, come to my house or anything like that. Yeah. But maybe he did. So I, we can't be too adamant on these things. We've got to be careful not to sort of say, well, he didn't say, it didn't say, he, so he must not have done it. Yeah. Sometimes the, the writers are not 
um, seeking to, to put all the details in. Um, they drop a lot of details out. We'll find that by working through the book of Mark because sometimes what Mark records and what Matthew records, what Luke records is different. Yeah. Um, not different in the sense of the essence is different, but different in the amount of detail or what they, they highlight. And um, so sometimes you say, oh, that's all that happened. Then you read in another account, you find, oh, actually some other things happened. They just never mentioned it. Yeah. And so, Matthew, there, there could have been things happening. They just say, well, it's not relevant to what we're saying. But what I do want to point out is my picture of what Jesus would have done is soon as they asked him, yeah. he would have ministered to them. Yeah. There was no followed him to their heart, to his home. Mm. All right. So just, just read it like that. Why did he make two blind men have to follow him to the house? If he's, they, they, they're crying out. He can heal them. Why not heal them straight away? Mm. And so after he'd come into the house, verse 28, the blind men came up to him saying, Jesus. Oh, and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes saying, be it done to you according to your faith. Mm. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them saying, see you. Let no one know about this. Um, and, and we say that's... Um, <laughs> verse 31 says, but they went out and spread the news about him in all that land. He's saying, don't tell people, don't tell people, don't tell, don't tell. And say, this is sort of the opposite. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, if I think I'm going to be just like Jesus, this is what I do. I walk out, I see some blind people. They're saying, we want healing. We want God to heal us. We want, we want God to work in our lives. Mm. Wow. I'm like, yes. Get it done. <laughs> Let's do this. This is exciting. And, and I straight away, and I say, um, and I say, according to your faith. Yeah. Da -da. Okay. I don't, I don't do this questioning thing. Yeah. They've obviously got faith to yeah. me. They're, they're there. They're asking. This, this is completely like opposite of um, the woman that wasn't of like an Israelite. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't say that, but <laughs> this is like, they have faith. They're following. But, yeah, you they're, know, they're Jews. They're, they're part of the, what God can yeah. do. There's no reason not to this. And, and it goes on. He, he healed them. There was no problem yeah. with it. So why not just do it straight away? Yeah. And why go through the questions and... All these things. And then, and it's interesting. You look at how faith plays such a part. He says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Mm. Well, I'm like, well, wouldn't they? Um, they wouldn't be doing this. They wouldn't have followed him to they, the home. They wouldn't have been crying out. They wouldn't have then been following him. So it's like, oh, yes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> why, do you, why, why do you ask these things? Um, and they said, yes. And then he said, and he actually said, now, this is the part he said, be it done to you according to the will of God. He didn't say that. Mm. He didn't bring in. He yeah. didn't say, this is the will of God. Now, Ruth, um, we'll look at another instance in the book of Mark where, you know, if you are willing, you know, and, the, and it's important to know what is yeah. the will of God because we can't move beyond that. Yeah. But he didn't say, according to the will of God, yeah, be good. healed. He said, be healed according to your faith. Mm. The will of God was not the... Um, the, the, the yeah, the, the, the issue that he was yeah. trying to get over. You can see that there. You can see he, he's talking about faith. Have you got faith? Then according to your faith. Um, so now again, we're starting to read into things. And so that gets into a little bit of speculation. But is he building their expectation, yeah. making them follow him? Yeah. There's something. Why did he do that? I think the other reason possibly why he brought them into the home to do that is that he's trying to keep 
the news about what he's doing down, which is the exact opposite of what I try and do. You know, if I get a healing, mate, put it on Instagram straight, <laughs> and I'll smile for the. Hey, look, he can see, he can see. Let's record a little video. Yeah, let's let's yeah. tell the world. Let's let's get it out there. God has healed someone, and um, we're just so excited. I want every, I want the world to know. Jesus, is like, now don't tell anybody. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I would do. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. And then they do the opposite of what he says, and they tell everybody. And uh, maybe maybe it was dinner time, and he was like, "I want to eat." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like, what is this? Why? And and so sometimes we say we understand Jesus. Yeah. We know we know we know what Jesus would do. I want to be just like Jesus. And then you look at a passage like this, and Jesus is constantly doing things that are opposite to what I would, the way I would do it. Yeah. Now the thing that I do understand is. They got healed. Mm. Jesus prayed for two blind men and they were healed. We say, yeah. yeah. But then all the details around it are different to what I would imagine. <laughs> um, and that's why I want us to be confronted and challenged. And I want our heads to be sort of shaken around a little bit yeah. by what Jesus actually did and how he went about things. Because, hey, when I go out and I'm meeting people that say, hey, I'm looking for healing. Um if I'm not, um, if I'm not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, yeah. and I'm not allowing the Holy Spirit to direct me, I can think oh, I know how to do this. Yeah, I can do this. Well, it could be just how like I did it before. Yeah, I'll just repeat something, and it's happened before, and I and I've seen you know Jesus healed people. I'll go straight into it, um, and without realizing it, we I, I'm I'm sort of presuming on certain things. Yeah, and and I can be saying, well, I'm doing just what Jesus did. Mm. But then I'm looking, well, that's actually not what Jesus did. How have I have I ever made someone actually follow me or pursue things and um, look like I was like there's again we 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 maybe reading into it. Yeah. But there's a sense where it looks like Jesus is not being helpful. He's yeah. not interested. He's not he's just walking off. He's going home. Uh, Jesus, we want your help. And instead of turning around and ministering, he does the opposite. He says, "I'm going home." Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going home. It's like, have I ever walked away from ministry? Now, yeah, people have walked away from ministry, but for not for the reason of what probably Jesus was doing. That's just because, I, man, I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I just can't be bothered with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone else. <laughs> yeah, someone else can sort that out. I, I'm just, I'm just over it. Mm. I, okay, yeah, I've walked away from situations because I'm like, I'm just over it. And um, the flesh is, you know, this is not the spirit. This is not God. Yeah. But this is Jesus totally selflessly walking away from yeah. the situation. So, um, and this is my understanding of how Jesus is crafting miracles, not just doing miracles. Mm. Okay. Yeah, um, I think, the, uh, and we talked about the woman, the Syrophoenician woman. Um, who you know had the daughter was cruelly demon possessed. You know, the son of David. You know, you can heal me. You know, do something. And he was silent, hmm. and he had to work that through. And we won't look at that right now because I'll get drawn into a rabbit hole there. That's. But the the thing that I want to point out is Jesus is like the master surgeon, yeah, knowing how good. to do this. He is. You know, sometimes you just think, ah, oh, it's a bang, 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 heal, heal, heal. But there are times when he is handling things. And you've got to work out what he's trying to achieve, and because that's going to be a key for you, mm. you've got to be also become so like good. a master healer. That's all right? so good. So let's go to Book of Matthew, uh, Book of Matthew, Book of Mark, 
start our scripture chain. Start our scripture chain. We, 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 we started it last week, and the first one we came to um, was a man who was... That was the one that changed our trajectory. Yeah. Um, um, you know, because he went to his hometown and began to preach, and a man there who was heavily demonized... You know, cried out, and Jesus healed him. So last week we took time to look at um, ten, or actually I think twelve mistakes. I think yeah, we did 12, yeah, twelve. Twelve mistakes that that believers make when they um, think about demons and approach demons, because it's a key part of what we're doing. And you will see that over and over again. I want you to recognize and look at the fact that hey, demons play a role in things here. And so you've got to go back. If you go, okay, I'm going to become a demon hunter. I'm going to become, you know, every every time, Josh, you got a sniffle? I rebuke that demon yeah. to sniffle in Jesus' name, you know. Um, you know, you know Josh is demon possessed because he's got a sniffle, you know. Ah, um, oh, you know, man, this is getting weird. Um, but we've got to be aware of it because we, they, we, do, we are fighting a battle where demons are often connected with the sickness mm. and unless we're aware of that uh, dealing with it and you can go back last week sometimes you can deal with the sickness without naming the demon you don't have to say you know call them out have a chat with them what's your name you know i'm legion for i'm many people think that's the way to deal with every demon you've got to stop and have a you know a full-blown conversation yeah um it doesn't have to happen you know yes there are times when you do need to deal with things like jesus did um, but you've got to be careful not just to, to make that cookie-cutter approach. Uh, yeah, again, it's not All right. right. So we last week, we talked about uh, Mark chapter 1 and um, and the healing, um, verse 21 to 28, the demonized man that was in the synagogue, and Jesus says, be quiet, come out, and he's healed. So let's go to the next one, which I think is a really fascinating one. Um, Mark um, one, verse 29, and immediately after they'd come out of the synagogue, so they've just done this, done that healing. Yep. Verse 29, they came into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. So this is Simon Peter, and it's his he and his brother's house, Simon and Andrew's house, and they're with James and John, the disciples. Mm-hmm. And now Simon's mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever. And immediately they spoke to him. The, the word immediately sort of appears a lot in the book of Mark. It's just like, oh, straight away, straight away, yeah. straight away. He, he sort of, he uses it as a, a sort of a, oh, look what happened next. Look what happened next, you know. Um, so, so like verse 29, um, well, let's look at the last three verses. Verse 28, immediately the news went about him everywhere. Yeah. Verse 29, and immediately after they come out of the synagogue and they spoke to Jesus, um, immediately they spoke to, to yeah. Jesus. It's, just, it's out, Mark's breathless, you know. Yeah. This happened, the this new, happened, this the happened. The news spread quickly throughout the region. So it was happening, it was happening yeah. quickly. He just uses this word over and over again. And, and it's like, and it's because it's like fast paced, bang, bang. Mm. So you, you, Mark has that. That's one of the reasons I'm, I'm using the book of Mark because it's fast paced. Yeah. Cut out all the, the fluff. Get to it. Doom, 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 doom. And so you sort of, you know, whenever you read the book of Mark, this is wow, 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 wow! It is miracle, miracle, miracle. All right, so it's it's exciting, and um, so immediately, immediately they go and speak to Jesus about um, his mother-in-law. It's interesting, no name, just Simon's mother-in-law. Just, you know. And he came to her. Jesus came and raised her up, taking her by the hand, and the fever left her. And then she waited upon them and she served them. Mm. And um, so, three verses. It's a little, you know, what do we learn 
from this you know if I, this is like, I could put them on the diagram but you gotta you gotta think now you gotta you gotta think you gotta make your own notes think okay look let's just look and see what we learn here about how Jesus ministered this first of all there's a sick person but someone else immediately they come and make Jesus aware of yeah. that. There's, yeah. there's people in between. Yep. All right? So it's like, Jesus, I want you to be aware. My mother-in-law is sick. She And what's her, what's the sickness? She has a fever. Fever, yep. All right? So she's got a fever. And he comes to her. What does he do? He raises her up. Now, um, how does he do it? It says he takes her by the hand. Yeah. And the fever left her. Yeah. All right? So the fever actually goes out of her body yeah and um she waited on them so to the extent you know she's you know you got to imagine someone there sweating looking very pale and and, and not well so that there's an infection of some sort somehow there's an infection there some sort of bacteria or whatever we know now of all the different things we don't know what was causing that um um I do know that fevers aren't the problem. Fevers are the um, the symptom that you've yeah. got a problem. All yeah. right, you know, you, you're bat- battling a virus. Your body will heat up. And, yeah, and, and that's right. To to con- to you know, I don't know. All the- I got good thing about Richard here, you know, paramedic. Um, you know, he can maybe. Hey, Richard, I do say you know you can give us all the detail, but man, we don't need you know 47 pages of doctor. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll go through all my medical stuff now, but I reckon. If you sat down with Richard, he could explain to you very clearly why the body heats up when it's under attack. Yeah. All right. He could give you all the reasons, um, all the theories why the body, you know, doing this and all the good benefits of it. But what I, my understanding is that the fever is a result of some sort of infection. Mm. Um, for instance, you, you might have, um, you might have um, some wound that's become infected. Yeah. And your body's fighting that, and as a result. You you have a fever. Your yeah, temperatures high, yeah. and um, so um, and we sort of try and help people often who have a fever. You want to cool them down. You know, you want to put a you know compress on. You want to, and we give them medication now to try and um, work against the fever. But really, what you want to do in that situation, like if it's a if it's a wound that's infected, yeah. Well, then you've got to go to that wound and open up, clean it out, get out what is causing that yeah, infection. That's right. You know, you don't want to, you sort of the problem isn't the fever. The problem is the infection. Mm. Fix the infection, and then the fever will break. You know what I mean? Mm. Drive out the virus, yeah. and then the the fever will stop. Um, so you, that's that's my understanding is you you hit the um, the root of it, and the fever will dissipate. You know the 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 pro, the body that's got it. Um, yeah, it's part of your immune response. Yeah, that's it. Great. A, a part of your it's it's a response to your immune system to an attack of some sort or some sort of infection or something like that that's come to your body. So, but what I'm pointing out here is, um, it says the fever left. Yeah. The fever left her. Hmm. What that implies is whatever was causing the fever was also dealt with. Yeah. All right, the fever left, when the fever didn't come back, the body was no longer having to fight that. Um, I'm just mentioning this because Sometimes there's things underneath that are causing things. Hmm, that's good. But <laughs> uh, do you have to know all those things in order to get someone healed? Do you have to know what the actual root infection is, or what's? Do, we, do I say, okay, I'm not going to pray for your fever. 
I'm going to pray for whatever's causing it. Yeah. Now I've done that. I've said, okay, God, you know, I'm praying for someone. I say, Lord, um, I'm, 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 not, I'm going to ignore the fever mm. and I'm going to pray against that because I sort of, you know, like let's let's focus in on yeah. what we need. But here's Jesus. Jesus, oh, that's a great idea, but I didn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I just raised her up. <laughs> I just, I just, I spoke, you know, I just, the fever left her. Yeah. The fever left her. And um, so, good. Um, what do we learn from that? Well, how did, how did Jesus actually go about healing her? What did he do? Um, what can we learn from this? Um, it says he came to her, so he went to where she was, mm. raised her up by taking her by the hand, and as he did that, the fever left her. Yeah, and she was restored. Not just the fever broke, but she felt well. She got yeah. her strength back. She was able to. She, she was able to serve them after that. Yeah. So she. She. It was a supernatural, not just a supernatural healing, but a supernatural restoration of strength. Yeah. Because often, if you've been sick, you you the the fevers the. the the infection's gone, yeah, but the body's drained. Yeah, that's right. And you, you need a bit of recovery time. It was a complete turnaround. Yeah, so it was a supernatural um, impartation of life and strength at the same time as it. So believe for those things. Okay, that's that's a part of healing. All right, you don't have to just go through the um, the three days of recovery. You can see someone supernaturally. Um, Jesus got her back to work straight away. That's like a bit insensitive, isn't it? <laughs> Just give me a moment. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. hey, hey, you were really sick. We need someone to serve us. <laughs> you know, if you, if you look at this with a bit of a cynical view, it's like, um, okay, we're here for for a meal, and um, we're, we're, where's the food? Where, where's everything? And they come straight away. Why isn't your mother-in-law? The mother, the server, she's sick. <laughs> All right then. Oh, up you get. Quick, you know, and 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 look at their motivation. Um, the server's sick. Yeah. <laughs> we've got no food. We've got, we're going to have to do it ourselves. Jesus, Jesus, come heal the server. Richard says, um, Jesus is healing a skill shortage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, so, like, there's all sorts of... <laughs> um, it, she's, she's not named. Yeah. She's just called the mother-in-law. And her job is serving. And she wasn't doing able to do that because she was sick. So they raise her up. Um, can I just say... Um, yeah, we sort of, it looks a bit funny, mm. but um, the world is really strange at the moment, at the moment, the only world I've lived in, and the one that seems strange to me, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I haven't lived, I, haven't, I didn't live a hundred years ago, so I can't compare it, but how um, people get focused and picky on certain things. Yeah, yeah, do you know absolutely. I mean? <laughs> um, and, and people will criticize for the way you go about something. Yeah. They'll ignore what has happened often just to say, oh, you didn't, you know, they'll criticize on a particular thing. You use that word. Yeah. You didn't, you, you know, people will criticize you. You didn't even call her by name. You know, mm. you, 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 you made her less an object. Mm. You didn't really think of her as a person. I said, hang on a sec, we just healed her. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's like, you just called her mother-in-law. Yeah. She has a name, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, can can you hear that on? Can you hear the social media? Yeah. She has a name. <laughs> you can't you can't please everyone. <laughs> yeah, you roll the eyes. What sort of misogynist are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm I just healed her. Um, <laughs> if, if if you do if you go down that path, you could insert probably whatever you want. You could find something and put yeah. it in there. So people will find, and I'm not just being facetious here. People will find offence at the way you do things. Mm. All right. People will find offence. 
how dare you just put it back to work? Like with the making the, the blind men follow. Yeah, how dare you make the blind men follow? Yeah. That's terrible. So people will have all sorts of opinions about how you should do something. Now, I want to tell you this up front. Usually the people that are criticizing are not also the fellow people who are healing the blind and raising up the sick. All right? Um, just be aware of that. The people that are the best armchair experts are often the ones that are armchair experts. Um, they have never done it. They've never they've never experienced. You know, there's a reason often you go um, onto you know, sports shows and there's a panel there, and the six panels, six panelists are all uh, expert. You know, ha have played the game. Yeah. Yeah. have been very good at the game. So yes. you sort of say, well, at least you know what it's like. And, you know, you can, when you say you criticize him for not making that pass, it's because, well, when you played, you did make that pass. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I get that, you know, I, I understand. But generally, when you come to things like this and the world at the moment, you'll find that they're armchair experts. They will, they will be picking you apart for not doing it in the right way and the way that ticks their boxes, how they thought, yeah. and how they thought, and, and you know, some sort of feeling of you offended that person. And I went through this um, very strongly. And that's this: it's you know, when I, I was reading the story of the Syrophoenician woman and how Jesus just was silent. She had a a daughter that was cruelly demon possessed. That's the words of the Bible: cruelly demon possessed. And then he said, um, "It's not right to take the bread, the children's bread." And give it to the dogs and I'm like oh that's just not that's just so wrong and I was like imagine if I was Jesus disciple and he said something like that I'm like Jesus you can't say that <laughs> you cannot say that that's a, oh, and, and I, I felt like apologizing to the woman yeah I'm really sorry yeah. how that makes it you know what I mean and I did but I didn't say anything because I'm you know I'm just reading this but that's what Jesus exposed to my heart. He said, you're offended for that. He, and the key words, it says, you're offended. But he said, that woman wasn't offended. Mm, and good. I said, pardon? <laughs> and I, like, I never, he said, you're offended for her. Yeah. But was she offended? No, she's not offended. She's happy to get the healing. And she worked with me through it. Yeah. You, you who Mr. Clueless armchair observer from 2000 years later, sitting here saying, oh, I wouldn't do it like that. Mm. Now, see, that's, that's the problem. If I'm fixing up Jesus, I'm I'm actually blocking myself from being able to be used to do healings because yeah. I'm cutting out a whole lot of um, um, truth that doesn't that there's not uh, you know uh, uh, that, that I, I find a little bit upsetting. Yeah, and I say, well, I'll just do it a better way. But in in doing that, I I'm, I can be cutting the power out. Yeah. Of the better way, you know, the better way is to not make the the blind people follow Jesus. Yeah. But the better way doesn't necessarily get them healed. Yeah. The better way is not to call her the, the mother-in-law. The better way is not to send her back in the kitchen straight away. But the better way doesn't necessarily get her healed. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've got to watch for. There's actually you two things that you will sort of try and do it in a in a way that makes everyone happy, and be sensitive to the criticism you will get because when you start to do things like this people will criticize you, you say no <laughs> i'm healing blind people i'm raising up well we will see from the book of mark how this played out it's actually a key component the more what, what jesus was doing the reactions were not um unanimous 
the Messiah has come. How awesome is Jesus? Look, he's healing our, our sick. This is great. And even though thousands of people were getting healed, it wasn't a unanimous support. I'm, so I'm warning you right now. You will do things. When you do things for God, you are going to put yourself in the place where it's going to be challenged. Yeah. You've got to become very confident in what God has told you and who you are and what God is saying. That's one of the reasons we're going to take time to work through these scriptures yeah. so you have a strong confidence in the foundations and the bigger picture and that when they're challenged, it's like, no, 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 I've already got that settled. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Yep, I recognize it for what it is, but it's not changing me. I've got this. This is revelation I've got. Mm, I've got good. revelation. Yeah. All right. And I'm dealing. So let's look at this because we say, okay, we understand if you were going to heal the mother-in-law um, who's sick with a, lying sick with a fever, what would you do? Well, you've got to go in. Um, you wait for someone to tell you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Come on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I'm waiting. Hey, Jesus. Um, this person's sick. Great. You're now. You've given me. You've given. You, you've asked me. Yeah. I go in, um, and I've got to. Let's see if we can work it out very clearly. Um, came to her, so I come up to her. Just raise her up, mm. taking her by the hand. By the hand. And the fever left her. And it says gently, ra gently uh, raised her up by gently taking her. Oh, hand. okay. Wait, which what translation? Uh, is that? New English translation. New English translation by gently taking her hand. All right, we can't pull that up on the screen, but I can have a quick look. I want to see why it says gently. Um, yeah, it is. It, I've got, I've got it in my notes here. Gently. Um, yeah, I feel like I turn the screen around. This, this, you know. um, so Mark chapter one and verse thirty-one. Verse thirty-one. Um, and I'm just first going to have a look in the. This is where we'd normally go. Let's uh, look at the screen. Yeah, let's look at the screen. I'm, I'm just looking, and you've got to wait for me to. to um, and she yeah, waited on them. Just going to have to wait with anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gently, so he went, took her by the hand and raised her up. Holman, Jewish Bible, lifted her onto her feet. Okay. Um, took her by the hand, lifted her up, took her by the hand and helped her to sit up. Living Bible. Okay. Yeah. Um, helped her to sit up, New Living. Um, raised her up, message. Gently took her hand. Oh, Passion Trail, gently took her by the hand. Okay, I, I don't know where the gentle has come in from. Yeah. Um, amplified, took her by the hand. No, no gentle in the amplified. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, and raised up, taking her by the hand. Um, yeah. And look, I'm trying to find if there's any Greek there. The word hand means, guess what? Hand. Um, from the shoulder to the fingers sometimes, you know, but more... The kairos, the keros, um, the hand. All right. Yeah, so that's just um, nothing. I, I, I can't see why, um, where the gentle came from. But we'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll, let's take it as a, well, there's something in there. And there's a reason why they've said it. So didn't, didn't roughly grab her. No. More gently helped her up. So Josh, 
key is if you're going to heal people, you've got to be gentle with them. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we, we've learned, you know, gentle with them, you know, like, you know, um, you know, and, and then we, you know, we might build, read some build, other ones. Building our formula. Yeah, we're building out. That's good. We're building our formula. Okay. Someone's got to tell us. We've got to go in straight away. Got to take them by the hand. As we take them by the hand, the fever leaves. Yeah. Perfect. We're done. Perfect. So let's go to Matthew chapter 8. And um, verse 14, when when Jesus had come to Peter's home, now it's interesting. Now it's Peter's home, mm. all right. In the other in the other in Mark, it's Simon and Andrew's home. Hey, Andrew's like, hey, what? Hey, wait, hey, 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 there's two of us here. Uh, <laughs> um, just because he says it's Peter's home doesn't mean he doesn't mean it's Peter and Andrew's home. Yeah. All right. Just, and you got to realize that sometimes that's what I'm saying. Be careful about just because something isn't said meaning that that's exactly how it happened yeah. and all that that the the gospel writers their um their aim was to give you all the details no it was not their aim was to share a narrative and that a, a story that often was meaning something and a reason for it they had lots of stories as we said the book of um, john finishes with this um flipping actual pages here John finishes, um, there are also many other things which Jesus did, which if it were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books which were written. You know, obviously, obviously hyperbole. Yeah. Just, there's a lot of stuff I could have written. And if I went into all the details, I, it couldn't, there's not enough books for it. All right. And what he's meaning is that um, I, I've chosen things on purpose and yeah. I've shared the details on purpose. And the book of John is really like that. If you read the book of John in terms of, um, he shares, in my understanding, a lot, a lot fewer stories mm. of miracles, but he takes that they're all very particular, showing a very particular purpose. And a lot, often they're to do with um, the attitude of the, the Sabbath and the Pharisees. And the, it, 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 was, it was not just that he did a miracle. That miracle had some sort of impact that went beyond yeah. just the miracle. He had a different perspective. Yeah. So he, so, but what I'm saying is that... Um, uh, the details, there's a lot of details. They're not sharing these stories to give you the details. They're sharing these stories to build a case to show you something. Um, so often when they share it, they're just sharing whatever they think you need to know. Yeah. And um, so he said, it's Peter's house. Oh, it's Peter and Andrew's house, whatever. <laughs> not name dropping everyone. Yeah, just, I'm not going to, I'm not, because you know, it might have been Peter, Andrew's and someone else's house. And he said, <laughs> like, you know, it, it's. It's, um, so when Jesus had come to Peter's home, he saw, Jesus saw his mother-in-law lying sick in the bed with a fever. And so, okay, well, didn't they go and get him? Yeah, he saw. He saw. Yeah. Well, of course. Uh, so, so which one's correct? Well, I'm guessing they said, oh, she's sick. So they went, got him and then he, he saw. saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know? It's, uh, if, you're trying to, if you're trying to boil it down to a, a formula, you're going to make mistakes here mm. because there's stuff that's not mentioned and there's things that are mentioned yeah. and we can hear it. So at, this one drops out the fact that they came and got him and they interceded on her. Just go him. straight to Jesus saw. Yeah, Jesus saw. Okay, Jesus. Um, he saw... Um, Peter's mother-in-law lying sick in bed with a fever and he touched her hand okay so all right. yeah, he, he touched her hand and, and the fever left her and she arose so he didn't get her up that, but he touched the hand yeah 
And but he, the hand came into it again. Yeah. You know, last time he took her by the hand. This time he just touched the hand. And um, does it say gently in New English? <laughs> uh, no, no. He touched her hand and the fever left her. Then she got up and began to stretch. And waited up. So we have the, So it's very similar, but just a little bit of difference there. Okay, let, let's look at the book of Luke, chapter 4. I'm, not, I'm doing this to try and break us out of formula mentality. Mm. Recognizing that if you just try and look at these things as a formula, yeah. you're going to be missing key elements often yeah. that, that's not going to help each, you. Each and every time it's, um, oh, Holy Spirit, what, what is the way that yeah. it's going to be done today? <laughs> so verse 38, and he arose and left the synagogue and, you know, like... John Mark says immediately, he just, in Luke he says, I'm not in such a hurry. <laughs> he rose and left the synagogue, entered Simon's home. So now it's Simon, one is Peter, yeah. one Simon and Andrews. Um, so, you know, get his, which, what's his name? Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. Okay, a little bit of detail here. A high fever. A high fever. This was a serious thing. And yeah. she was suffering from it. She was under, it was, um, she, she was sick. Um... And they made request of him on her behalf. They they asked Jesus to help her. Yeah. So okay. So this one yeah that brings that back in. Yeah. And standing over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. That's that's different from just taking a hand and raising her up, or just touching, or yeah. at least in words. It is. He says he rebuked the fever. Yeah. And it left her, and she immediately arose. And waited on them. That that one's a little more dramatic, maybe yeah. Potentially, yeah. It's a little bit different, isn't it? He, it's a, he he he's standing over her. He you know he comes over, and um, he rebukes the fever. Now, what I want to point out here, in the other two accounts, he never speaks. Mm. Just comes and gets it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In this one, we have him speaking. Um, again, I'm doing this to say, oh, hang on a sec. If I just tried to make the formula for what Jesus did. I would have come and grabbed the hand, not yeah. knowing that there's a key element yeah, that's of good. the... Because what um, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke are trying to portray is the fact that she was healed. They're not trying to give you the formula of how to do the healing exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not trying to say, this is how Jesus did it. They're just saying he healed her. And they're just sort of saying, this is some of the stuff that he did. And he grabbed the hand up and it came and away the way. Well, you know, so... Because otherwise you have to read all the translations and take all the things into account. Yeah, and and again, we're only left with the these three accounts, mm. and we we can't say, well, let's combine these three accounts and we'll get the complete account. No, all we do is get the the account of three different people from three different perspectives that that are bringing different elements out. Um, so, did Jesus stop and pray in the spirit and, and and wait in the spirit? Um, before yeah. he did this, well, it says, um, "Did one? Did Mark say immediately he went, or yeah. um, straight away? He, you know, um, um, and immediately they spoke to him about it, and he came up to her. So you know, they spoke. There was sort of there's that sense of immediacy. But um, does it? That's, is there not enough time in this for Jesus to pause? It, it just says um, he left the synagogue and he entered the house. Yep. So he's at the house. They come to him and say she's sick. And he walks in, he sees that he's sick, and then he begins to act. But it doesn't say that he may be paused. Mm. Holy Spirit, what, what are we doing here? It doesn't also say that he's like, ah, Holy Spirit, this is the situation you showed me about earlier. Yeah. Or it doesn't say that he felt 
okay, do it this way. It, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And, and it's not designed to, to tell us those things. Um, so we gotta, you got to be careful that we don't just sort of make it a formula. Mm. And they say, if I just act like Jesus did, because you don't know exactly what mm. Jesus did sometimes. Yeah. All right? That's right. So, and I think it was really important what you get from the book of um, Luke there, uh, when it says that he, um, he rebuked the fever. Mm. He actually not just spoke to the fever, he actually rebuked it. Came against the fever. Again, not against the root cause. The fever is yeah. seen as the issue. That's right. He's just dealing with the fever. And we know that the fever is a response of the immune system because we've got our medical advice. It's a response. It's, the, it's a part of your immune response. And Jesus just rebukes that. Yeah. Because that's the part that's having an effect on yeah. her. And we know from this that she is suffering and it's a high fever. Mm. It's not just a... It's not just a, a mild fever. This, this really elevates it from, yeah. from what the others were sort of she's, showing. She's quite sick. Yeah. She's un, under a lot of um, duress from it. Um, even shows the more amazing the fact that she gets healed. She's up and about mm. and um, serving. Yeah. She, she feels really good. Yeah. Uh, from a high fever in bed to being able to serve. Yeah. That, that's, that's complete. Yeah. So even, even if the around. fever breaks... <sighs> Often your, your body is depleted. It's yeah. been, it's, your body's been in a battle. It's and, the, then it's going to restore after that. But yeah. like, this is just, nope, supernatural. But he rebuked the fever. Mm. He spoke against the fever. Um, I want us to stop and think about this for a little bit. This is this because this is some information that's very very helpful. Mm. He also did. It doesn't say it here, but he you know took it by the hand. Mm. And, now he took. So somehow, somehow. You know, in, in that part, he, you know, the prayer is taken away and the speaking is taken away because they're like, that's all right. Whatever he said, he did it. He just got her up and, and healed. She was healed. But I want us to think about this. He rebuked the, the, the um, fever. None of the accounts, and again, you've got to be careful. Say, well, he, does, he didn't do this. He didn't pray for her. You know, he said, oh, God, I ask you to mm, heal yeah. Peter's mother-in-law. Hmm. Now, could he have done that? Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say Jesus not praying for her. <laughs> if, he, if it said that, we would know. Yeah. It just doesn't say it. So I'm, I'm careful. I don't want to just make a doctrine out of, um, you know, silence. Mm. That's, a, that's always a dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, but when it does say what he said, it's not what we people would often do. That's what I'm saying. Most often when you say someone is sick, people say, I will pray for you. Yeah. Which means, God, I bring my brother before you right now who's battling this fever. Hmm. And I thank you that because you've done the... And I would pray. Yeah. Start to build your faith. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm building my faith and I'm talking to God and I'm reminding maybe myself of it's the will of God because, Lord, you're a loving God and you're a good God and you want to heal John and you want to make John feel better. And, John, Lord, I know I know this sickness is not your will, John, uh, for John. And therefore, Lord, I'm praying. You know, can you see I'm praying? Yeah. Um, Jesus doesn't address the Father. Yeah. He actually speaks to the sickness. Mm. He actually addresses yeah. the, the actual sickness. Now, we sort of say, ah, oh, he, um, when you address things, well, often when you when you address things when they're demonic, do you know what I mean? You rebuke, you know, you rebuke the demon. It doesn't mention any demon here. Yeah. All right. So ah, so there was no demon here. Is that right? Um, put up your hand if you say there no demon was mentioned. Yeah. Therefore, there was no demon. I, That's an argument from silence. We know that some sicknesses were 
demonically inspired, but it just doesn't mention it because it's really not the issue. The issue is they were sick. We know that there's spiritual things behind sickness often. And so when Jesus is rebuking, is he rebuking the actual literal fever or is he rebuking the spiritual power behind mm. the fever? It doesn't tell us. It doesn't say he rebuked the demon of fever or the, you know, it doesn't say that. You know, it does, at other times it did. It said there was, there was you know, um, we talked about the fact there was a demon um, that caused the, the dumbness yeah. and he rebuked the demon. Yeah. And when the demon left, the man could speak. So sometimes he, they do connect in a, in a direct way, the demon and the sickness. It's not done here. But just because it's not done doesn't mean it's not there. And the key for me is that Jesus is speaking to the fever. Yeah. He speaks to the fever. We do a lot of praying sometimes, but Jesus actually wasn't praying. He was speaking. Yeah. And um, it's like, and there is another instance we, we will come to, you know, later in, in the book of Mark, when he approaches a fig tree doesn't have figs on it and he rebukes the fig tree he spoke to a tree yeah okay um you know it's another part just got to fix jesus up we don't go around speaking to to things (laughs) (laughs) we don't go you know let's let's not speak to things well he spoke to a tree and he spoke to a fever Mm. he spoke to the fever he addressed the fever yeah um he and not just spoke to it he rebuked it Mm. He's like, he's against it. You, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Get out of here. In fact, you know, I'd like to have a look to see what that word rebuke is. Um, so it's Luke 4. Don't, just just why you're looking at that. Um, and like, again, I'm just sort of, you know, not trying to read into it. Yeah. But he came straight from the synagogue. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if he was already ministering or preaching, like he's, you know, his faith is already charged up and yeah. he's ready to go so it's not like you know not something you just turn off i'm not suggesting that but he's come from there and it's like all right and here's a here's a, so a here's sickness a... get out <laughs> yeah you know he's ready he was, he was ready to go and um okay let's see rebuked is the word epitimeo epitimeo um from epi upon to mayo to evaluate it means the new testament it means to punish rebuke to charge mm. um so it's it's speaking harshly to them and um telling yeah it's, it's a rebuke mm. what are you doing here <laughs> you shouldn't be here you shouldn't be here you shouldn't be here <laughs> it's a rebuke you're out of place yeah you want, get uh, get off this body yeah get out of here be it's, gone <laughs> it's like when we find our dog that's uh, snuck into a in the kitchen area and it's our, our dog our big dog has a rule there's a carpet area and then there's a wooden wooden flooring which leads into the kitchen our dog has a rule on the carpet not on the wooden floor it's there's a line there he can stand right at the edge but he can't go over and um, every now and again, he thinks when you're distracted. <laughs> I've been there enough to see he'll, this unfold time and time he'll, again. He'll creep in. He'll creep <laughs> he, in. And he'll he's look always at, trying to push look, the... Uh... The boundaries. The edge. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we don't ask him to go back. We rebuke him. Yes. Get, get out. What are you doing here? Get out of here. Out. out. And he's like... Aah. You know? And... Um, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wandered into a place I did not want. Okay, but I'm saying rebuke is a. It's not a. It's not a, a nice, polite. It's get out of here. Yeah. Stop this. Yeah. Out. 
how does that sound when you're praying for someone who's sick? Mm. Just think about this. Hmm. All right. <laughs> it's like uh, it doesn't say what tone he used. Uh, before it's like he gently took a hand. Uh, so it's being nice. He rebuked. There's, there's the nice <laughs> that, Jesus. That's different. The nice Jesus has just rebuked that sickness. Now, what did he do? Did he say, "I'm against you"? In the name of. Oh, I'm funny. Jesus probably didn't say in the name of Jesus. <laughs> probably didn't need. Jesus didn't need to say in the name of Jesus. Um, he's, he, when he speaks, it's in the name of yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it? That is funny. Uh, <laughs> I rebuke you. Get out of this body. You know what? What did he do? Did it, was it quick? Was it uh, was it two minutes? Was it t- twelve minutes? I don't know. Uh, let's, let's not presume. Oh no, it must have been quick. It sounds quick. It sort mm. of has that quick. Well, sometimes they just uh, they they're not taking their time to to get yeah. all the detail. Yeah. All right. So what I'm saying is don't, don't be, be careful not to put this into like a little formula and you say, I know how it works. Okay. The basic thing is he went there. He was made aware of it or he, be, he just became aware of it. Mm. There's a sickness. He went there and he, he addressed the sickness mm. and the sickness left. Yeah. And I'm really, you know, and, and then he's like, now, now, and then come on up you get, um, even the taking her by the hand, which seems a little bit, he's actually, there's an encouragement to act mm. out of the healing. It, it, it's, it's coming from having an authority. Yeah. And so if, if you're praying for someone and you don't like understand, yeah. or you're not speaking from that authority, yeah. you know, to get that healing, to get that result, you know, it would be different. It would be harder. Yeah. You, you, can can Put ourselves in that situation. Um, someone's really sick with a fever. Like yeah. They, they, what does I say? They were suffering with a high fever. It could be confronting. It'd be, it's confronting. They're not very well. And your response is, come on, get up. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get out of that bed. Um, you know, it's not like, I'm going to pray for you, but you just stay nice. Yeah. And you just stay there. It's like if 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 I was going, but we gotta we gotta pray. We gotta get wisdom about how we're going to do this. Yeah. Like, no, come on. <laughs> yeah. And it's like fever. You get out of her body in Jesus' name. I, I keep using in Jesus' name because you know I just think how I would do it. Like, fever, be gone. How about that? Yeah. Fever, be gone. Grab her by the hand, and just lifts her up gently. <laughs> gently doesn't doesn't grab her, but gently. But he's lifting her up. Yeah. He's, this is not about. Um, this is one of the things that you know, there's two things here which have really helped me in, in understanding healing. First of all, um, speaking to the sickness mm. as opposed to spending all the time just in prayer. Yeah. Okay. When I so when I say we pray for the sick, um, there, there's a actually ministering to the sick as opposed to I'm praying to God on your behalf, Lord. Yeah. I'm praying. Pete, you know, Pete's mother-in-law, she's really sick, Lord. And, and you know, she, she, we really need her to be well. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you know, it's going to really affect the rest of the day. And she doesn't want, and she's really, look, she's really sick. And um, we'd like to eat. Oh, and, and yeah, and you know, like, you know, it's been a number of days now. And maybe it's even worse, you know, like, God, unless you do something, she could die. Yeah. You know I mean? we're, in, we're in a, we're not in a place where she's on a third dose of antibiotics. There yeah. are no antibiotics. No. She's not on, you know, she's not taking Panadol. There is no Panadol. Do you know what I mean? Um, and infections unchecked for whatever reason, they don't know because they can't, they can't do a blood sample and 
take a blood sample and you know ah oh, this is what she's facing and we yeah. deal with it they don't know you know many times they'd pass away they don't know what they just shit they got had a fever and they died mm. so I'm, I'm saying hey this could be serious there's yeah. a lot of reasons why you could be praying oh god you know spare this family and all the rest all the but in the end Jesus actually rebuked the fever, the fever, you, the fever, get out, be gone. Hmm. And, but then, so it was speaking to the sickness or speaking yeah. to the, 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 <clears throat> the complaint, do you know what I mean? Um, speaking to the pain. See, yeah, often I, I, same thing with pain, pain and fever. Pain is a, um, is a result, hmm. all right? Yeah. You know, do, do you want to pay, pray for the pain in the knee? Or for the healing of the ligaments in the knee. Mm. You know what I mean? Get surgical, the, yeah. Yeah, the pain in the foot or the broken bone to be mended. Because once the bone is knit together, then the pain will leave. Mm. So often there's a sense, well, I don't want to pray for the pain. I want to pray. I want to get to the yeah, root. But Jesus prayed for the fever and you can, pray for, you can pray for the pain. Because it's sort of implied if the pain leaves, whatever, it, whatever caused the pain got to be sorted. All right? I'm not, I'm not obviously praying for a person who's pain-free but with a broken foot. I want the pain to leave as a result of obviously just yeah. whatever's needed. And the benefit is I don't have to know all the things that are doing, you know. And sometimes God will give you wisdom and be led by the Spirit. And you're saying, I'm praying for a headache. God's, you know, I, I had this one, you know, God said, don't pray for the headache. I'm like, oh, they've come for a headache. They've got a headache. He said, pray for the muscles in the neck. Or drink some water. <laughs> yeah, drink some water. Do something. Yeah, it was like, ah, oh, God's like, okay, no, no, no. Pray for this. Pray for this. So sometimes redirect. Yeah. All right, by the Holy Spirit. But I'm saying I don't have to know the root cause in order to deal with it. Jesus dealt with the fever. Yeah. Whatever caused it was dealt with. Mm. So spoke to the fever. Spoke to it. Directed his, not not prayer in the sense of an asking but a prayer of authority commanding the sickness to be gone. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes I think that's a, a that's a principle. Don't just pray. Speak. Mm. They're not the same thing. Speak to what you're facing. Speak to your knee. Speak to the tree. Speak to the rock. Yeah. You know, speak whatever. You know what I mean? Do, do whatever you need to do, but speak to it in the name of Jesus. And um, don't, don't always go. I, I sort of feel sometimes God's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you asking me for? <laughs> no, no, no. Do the you, thing. you do. The, yeah, you, you just do it. You got the authority. Do it. Speak. Do like you know. It, it, I, I sometimes think God's just watching and oh, suddenly, hey, God, whoa, I'm ready to do. I'm ready to back you up. I'm ready to let my authority be seen. You, you speak. Yeah, all right. And good. but the second one is that there was in each case a. Um, well, you know, there was a response. Um, in, in two of them, it says he actually took her by the hand. Yeah. So this one, it's interesting. He said the rebuke the fever, and it says she immediately arose. It didn't say he got her up. Yeah, right. she she arose. Yeah, but he's, he obviously helped her up. You know, and it says okay, he helped her up, but um, grabbing hold and or helping her up in the sense of he didn't tell her stay there. Yeah, get your strength back. Yeah, right. he's like. I believe in healing, and I've rebuked the fever. That fe and um, there's a. I want you to look for this. Sometimes the language is not clear as to whether the healing happened and then the person got up, yeah, or whether as they were getting up, mm. the healing yeah, happened. Right. 
Um, you know, remember the, the um, ten lepers, and Jesus sent them to show. And it says, as they went, they were healed. Yeah. And and one of them says, we're healed. I'm going to go back because he had to go. Think of it. He had to go back to give thanks. Yeah. If they were healed before they left. He wouldn't have had to come back. Yeah. He would have said, I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. And they're all like, oh, yeah, thank you. He says the 10 of them were on their way, obeying what Jesus told them to do, and then one of them was healed, and then he came back. Hmm. All right? Sometimes people are healed in the act of obedience to what they're instructed yeah, to do. Or, so get up. As, the, as they're getting up, their legs are made whole. You know. Now, I, um, if you're praying for someone, look, I'm looking for this perspective of praying for someone it's easy to get them up when the fever's broken. Mm. But when the fever's not broken. When the fever is being broken by my words and then I'm raising them up. Yeah. And as they get up, the fever it's breaks. Done. Yeah. Um, how many like the little safe space of, <laughs> God, you do your part and then I'll do my part. <laughs> we have an agreement here. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just make sure they're healthy, strong. The, the, the fever's broken, they're smiling, then come on, sister, get up. Um, as opposed to someone who is suffering from a high fever, and I say, well, fever, you be gone. And then I grab her hand while she's in sweating, while she's pale, while she's weak. Because that, that could have been added risk, like asking her to do something that maybe she couldn't have done. Yeah, she's laying in bed because she's, she's weak. That could be like... Well, if you don't, if you don't do this, this could make it worse. Yeah, you know exactly. It's like, like so, stand up, do this, get up, and and then in the other two, he took her by the hand, gently, gently, but he like raised her up. Now, it, in this one, it sort of it, it sort of reflects. He rebuked the fever, it left her, and immediately she arose and waited on them. Mm. It's like, oh, it's gone, and but immediately she's up and about. Yeah, but there's, I don't think you got to be. This is not Luke's intention is to be that close and exactly how it happened. He was just sort of saying, he rebuked it, she got up, and she did. It didn't, oh uh, uh, yeah, did he grab her by the hand? Yeah, well, yeah, he did. But yes. I, 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 that wasn't important. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Well, it's important to me because I'm trying to learn here. They're all like, what's important is the healing. <laughs> yeah. So um, catch the heart of it before you get too caught up into the... Um, uh, the nitpicky, mm. but we're hungry to learn and we're hungry to, to think. So, mm. so a, as you do that, I believe God will give you yeah. wisdom. What I'm saying, two things we've learned through the book of Luke and, and, and putting together Matthew and Mark is number one, that he actually spoke to the fever, and secondly, he was her getting up was part of yeah. the, the miracle mm. of what happened, and maybe. Getting her up was part of the miracle being manifested. Mm. It was a, a part of that, um, and we we want to be aware that that's often how God's going to be working us. Okay, so there, there's there's the first one. We won't spend as much time as that on each one, maybe. Um, you know, but, <laughs> well, that was pretty good. So. Yeah, but I think there's a lot in yeah. there that that was really good. And um, verse thirty-two of Mark chapter one, and um, and it says when. Actually, you know what? There's a bit packed into that. Um, let's not just forge John. Yeah. I want you to go home. You might already be home. That's a bit... <laughs> I want you to, during the rest of the day, 
meditate. Actually, maybe go back and reread. So I'll give you the three the pa three passages here. Um, Mark chapter one, verse twenty nine to thirty one. Matthew eight fourteen to fifteen. Luke four thirty eight to thirty nine. Put yourself in that position. Put yourself in the um, in the shoes. Yeah, in the shoes. Look at it from Simon's point of view. Hmm. Look at it from the mother in law's point of view. Look at it from Jesus' point of view. Think about how all this is working, and don't tie it into absolute formula. Yeah. But just catch some of the things that are in there and say, God, how can I minister this to mm. people? A um, couple of things you might want to change is, hey, um, I, don't, I never speak to the sickness. I'm always talking to God. Mm. My prayer is always yeah. to God. Well, sometimes you've got to maybe speak to that and declare it and speak over it. You've got to speak um, the result. You know, in this situation, he rebuked the, um, the fever. Yeah. Um, so you might speak against the pain, speak against the sickness, speak against the ailment, whatever. Just drive it out in Jesus' name. You might... Um, I'm thinking in the book of... Um, in, in Mark 11... Um, Um, and it says, verse 13, seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see it, if perhaps he would find anything on it, because, you know, leaf said it was in season. Found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. It was like, it shouldn't have had leaf, the figs. It was not the season. But the leaf, the leaves, it shouldn't have had the leaves if it was didn't have the figs. Mm. So it was a bit unusual. Yeah. And he ants, and it becomes a, becomes a type of the... Um, he goes into the temple and he rebukes them for saying, we have God, but not having God. Mm. All right? Yeah. Okay. So he, he, it's, a, it's a type of Israel. They're saying, we've got God, but they're not providing the fruit of having God. Yeah. All right? So it's a type. It's a kind. It's, um, it's preparation for the rebuke that he's going to give in the temple. But he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he answered and said to it. And I like that. He answered. He, yeah, he, I, I never, the, the, he said to it. He said, yeah. he said to it, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. Wow. And his disciples were listening. <laughs> like, whoa. And that's to be like your your words and what you say, like like it's it's powerful. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it it matters what you say. It does. Yeah. What well, it was his words. Yeah. It, it didn't, and then in verse um, verse 20, it says, As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Mm. And being reminded, Peter said, Rabbi, behold, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. Mm. And Jesus is like, look, look at what happened. Yeah. Jesus, well, have faith in have faith God. In God yeah. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, he's speaking to the mountain. Yeah. And you say, be taken up, cast into the sea. And um, I, I had a friend, um, his Greek heritage, and um, he said, you know, he was reading this and sort of in the Greek New Testament because it was similar enough for the modern Greek to sort of follow it. And he was laughing one time. He, goes, it's, he said to me, it sounds like he says, hey, mountain, find yourself in the sea. Mm. <laughs> the mountain's like... <laughs> the mountain's I, like, what? why am I in the sea now? How'd I get here? And... Um, and um, be taken up, cast in the sea. I mean, does not doubt in his heart, believes what he says is going to happen. It shall be granted him. So 
Um, Jesus is like, yeah, this is what happens, Peter. Peter's like, the fig tree's cursed. Yeah. And it's now withered. The first, and it's interesting. He said the tree that you cursed. Well, Jesus he never actually mentions the fact. He didn't, didn't say, Jesus didn't say, do I curse you? Yeah. What he did was speak the results of a curse. Yeah. Which is, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. He said, you're going to be totally fruitless. Yeah. And have no fruit. And he said, by proclaiming what would happen in the future, the words brought that into today, mm. into the now. Yeah. All right? So, so um, I'm mentioning that because the concept of... I. When I'm praying for people, sometimes I'll, I'll say, okay, I, I, I'm speaking to the future. Mm. Like Jesus said, this yeah. so I am saying That's things good. of the future so that that knee knows to do it something today. Mm. And often That's I, good. and so, and I don't say necessarily, oh, your, you know, um, your, your ligaments are here or whatever. I say something like knee. You are bending and jumping and stretching without, strong. without, and you're strong without any pain. Yeah, I'm speaking to its future. I'm declaring this is what it is, and nothing hey, missing, nothing broken. And I, yeah, I, I can show. I speak, and I, I'm, but I'm actually prophesying to its future. Yeah, and that prophecy that's really good is what. Now, part of those can be, and maybe I, I need to do more of this. Is I rebuke the pain. I'm like, oh, well, if the knee fixes itself, the pain will go. But hang on a sec. Let's rebuke the pain. Let's get rid of the pain because that's that's the element that's really impacting them. Pain, go. You have no right to be here. Yeah. And then grab their hand gently. <laughs> Up you get. And how? And, and what about, um, you know, if, if someone who's, you know, like, you know, really really hurt and you know she was high fever and what what did it say you know it was um she was really really stressed by it it was really yeah, really and um up up and up out and it's like up you get um go go and do this go and go and lift those boxes please <laughs> go and get those go go and finish your job go and finish your work um go 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 go, go, and, go and do that it's like do you see the boldness in need for that? Do you need how you need to be led and directed by yeah. the Holy Spirit? You need and remember the very first thing um, we started with with the two blind men, mm. and it was all about Jesus saying, "What do you want? What can do you believe I can do this?" Um, that was they were handled totally differently. Yeah, weren't they? two very different approaches, but there was no mention of Jesus addressing the mother-in-law to see whether she had faith. Did that mean she, he didn't do it? Yeah. It just means that they didn't mention it. Mm. Maybe he had a conversation with her. Yeah. Well, are all those accounts um, scribes writing it for them or is it them writing directly their thoughts? So like things may yeah, well, it, well, may well, not have been said exactly like of their thoughts. I don't know. But. Yeah. It, it, and that, you know, how things are, are recorded, it's Mark wasn't there. I mean, some people like have never thought of this. Mark was not one of the apostles, okay? Matthew was, John was, mm. but Mark and Luke weren't apostles. They were. He was. Um, he was Mark. John wasn't he? Yeah, and and he was um, most. He he worked with Peter a lot, but we know this from sort of church history and other bits and pieces from the New Testament. Um, so the, the the understanding is that it was Peter's account. Mm. Written down by, taken by Mark. Mark, Mark, 
you know, probably, hey, Peter, tell us about this. Peter, tell us. Yeah. They, they also were influenced by other writings. They, they weren't living in a, um, in a vacuum. Um, there were other writings that, you know, of, of proper good accounts yeah. of what Jesus did. So they, they've, they've um, connected with other things they've written. But they, they're all individual and they're unique because mm. they take a bit. This is what Peter, you know, this is Peter's home. He says, I remember it. <laughs> you know, but, but Mark says this and Matthew says, but Luke is the one who says he rebuked. Mm. So Luke, who's a historian, has gone and asked and, and checked. And, and there's some, maybe an account and he's got some ac more accurate parts. Um, I also just mentioned this, you know, that what they write is coming through memories which are all accurate, um, but they're all from different perspectives, which yeah. is really healthy. You know, if they all yeah. were exactly the same, hmm. you would know it's collusion. Yeah, Do you think? that's it's, so good, it, actually. Um, you know, I remember we had a guy who was um, healed, uh, you know, raised back from the dead after being stung by a jellyfish, and, and he came and... and um, spoke about the situation when he traveled through europe he had a guy who was traveling with him like he was a helper at each of the meetings and he was an ex-detective and um he said to him after traveling and hearing the testimony in church after church after church he says i know your testimony is true because he's one of his jobs was to interview people and you know and find out the truth and you know a group of people would would um you know make up an alibi yeah and they all have the same story yeah and one of the problem he said how do you know it's a story because he changed it all the time he goes what do you mean i i change it he said um he said you 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 had this you you knew what happened and so you can speak about it from all different yeah, perspectives you can, you can add this in here and this in here and it's true and it happened but it's not necessarily every time yeah but the key um, yeah, it, it, things it, are and so, so sometimes, yeah. Up. So it's it, it's whereas if you've got a story, you you sort of you've got a story. Yeah. And so he said, <laughs> I, I listened to you. It happened because the way you shared it is not, you know, that robotic. Yeah. Duh, duh. That's and good. that's Matthew, Mark, Luke. <clears throat> that's why they're different. Is because they are different because it happened, and life through the eyes of these different yeah. people and different witnesses and things like that. Um, so we, we, we've, you know, why did one say it? Why didn't it? It's just because of how the eyes are and what they're looking at. Um, and that's part of what you've got to do. First of all, is realize whenever you're hearing the account, it's not the full account. Mm. And thankfully, sometimes we are given it multiple times. Yeah. Praise God for, you know, <laughs> that uh, we, have, we have some of our family have worked in a Christian bookstore. And one time they have someone came back with the, um, they had the Bible being read out on CD. Yeah. And they brought it back because it was faulty because it had been, um, <laughs> it had been accidentally duplicated, and um, that person did not realise that Matthew, Mark, Luke uh, <laughs> were three. They're, list they're listening to Mark, and they're, I've heard this. I've heard this before somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just a oh, they've, they've messed up the recording. They've messed up the um, and they've, they've overlapped. And so I was like, you know, how do you gently tell someone? <laughs> it's but, an account. Three three different accounts. That's that is how it works. Um, so thank God for that. We've, I, I don't, you know, there's um, very few other places, you know, you get it in Samuel and, and um, Chronicles where the, um, Kings and Chronicles, they overlap the same story. So praise God for that. But here, three accounts of Jesus helps you to dig in a little bit deeper and think about and, and, and see it from different perspectives mm. a little bit. Um, but there's no mention here of where's your faith? Yeah. Where's, the, where's the blind people? Yeah. Do you believe there's no sense of make her follow <laughs> the blind man? There's differences. So don't lock into this and say, ah, I have found my formula yeah. for healing. Yeah. But learn from this. And what I want you to do is, um, why don't you, this is my challenge to you. 
ask God for an opportunity today to pray for someone to use these things. Mm. All right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Say today, God, will you give me an opportunity? Um, and in fact, Lord, help me find that opportunity because, mm. you know, it's like, <laughs> Lord, make it all nice and wrapped up in a bow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, go find a sick person today and pray. Now, you got to say, well, Lord, how do I deal with this? And, and say, Lord, okay, here it is. Here's, yeah. here's what the Holy Spirit. Pray, minister. Use, use the principles that are in this today. Use it. Mm, all right? That's good. Use it um, and just see what God does. All right, that's my challenge. So we're going to stop there. I'm not going to give you any more um, examples today. We're going to send you out with this one. And that your your job is to, um, or your mission is to, to find someone who is in need of healing today and say, here it is, Lord. And then be, be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. How, how am I going to, yeah. how am I going to do this? Um, but... With some of these new revelations and understanding, I'm going to tackle this a little bit different. You know, we've been spending, what, six, seven weeks, eight weeks, I don't know, understanding the healing is the will of God. You've got that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Now, go out. Use, now we're talking about some of the, um, the, the skills and the tools to actually bring yeah, that to people. That's good. All right? How, how to minister to people. Um, Do that. All right? Josh, any closing thoughts that you've... Um, no, well, as just as you're saying that if if you if you're someone that's like, oh, but I have to have the formula, listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> and that will be different every time. <laughs> yeah. That's... Be be sensitive, listen to the Holy Spirit. Um, you you follow that, you're sensitive to that, you desire to to follow that, and um, it'll it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen every time. <laughs> now, what happens if you 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 um needing that? Right now, you're needing healing. You're watching. You're watching this sometime in the future, um, and it's uh, I'm needing healing. Well, we're going to pray with you. Mm. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to pray for yourself. You know, like I'm not there. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going. You know, I could. Uh, but I want you to take these principles yeah. we've been talking about this day. I want you to speak to yourself. Mm. I want you That's to good. speak to your body, and I want you to to say, well, you know, grab my own hand, get me up. <laughs> <laughs> do you know do gently do, yeah, yeah gently get yourself up um well you know just just follow these principles yeah in jesus name <laughs> hallelujah you do this and under the authority and as josh said just so well hey um everything just comes down to be led by the spirit and and that's not just a, a cop out and that's actually the absolute jesus did all this under the guidance and leading the holy spirit that's how he knew what to do mm. that's how he knew how to handle syrophoenician woman the two blind men and how to handle um simon's mother-in-law he by the holy spirit there would be a, a direction and an understanding so we 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 don't discount that that's that's the power that we have but thank god Jesus said, I've got to go so I can send the Spirit so that you can be filled with the, the power. You can be my witnesses both here in Jerusalem and Judea and to the Samaria, to the ends of the earth, because you're going to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. So that's why I've left, Jesus said, to give you that same power so you can do that. So I'm charging you right now. We're going to finish this broadcast, but I'm going to ask you, you straight away, um, pray in the Spirit and begin to minister that healing and believing but and, and see it as if you're, you're ministering. It's like you're ministering to someone else or ministering. Or maybe you straight away, you know, you've got a friend. Hallelujah. Well, okay, get in the spirit.
pray, okay, Lord, what's the right time? Should yeah. I drive around to their house or do I wait? Are mm. they going to come? Is there going to be an opportunity today? Whatever. You, you, you say, Lord, how am I going to do this? How, you know, and the blind man, am I going to make them wait for a little bit? Do, okay. I, need, do, I, do I need to stir their faith up first? Yeah. Do I need to... Do I need to sit down and say, hey, can we watch this together? Do we need to marinate first? <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to watch this video with me, you know, and, you know, I, I want you to watch the El Shaddai one or I want to watch you the, the um, Shalom or this today's episode. I want you to sit and watch this and then I'm gonna, we're, then we're going to pray yeah. together. Do something to, to minister this healing to yourself or to someone else. And um, then feedback. Give us lots of uh, um, response. Go to our website. Um, site breakthrough.org.au um, there's opportunities there yeah. to, to communicate we'd, with us send we'd, messages we'd, we'd always love to hear your, your testimonies or, or even just in general like things that you've learnt here how it's really helped you yeah. in your life or in your situation been so very encouraged by, I've, I've been very encouraged by some of the um the, the um, things yeah. I've heard back of how people have been encouraged and then helped there's pe been people in, in facing some serious things yeah. hey this teaching has been great and um, watch it and then people have watched it again mm. and just let that truth marinate in their heart as Josh said so bless you um, we look forward we're going to keep working through the book of Mark because as Josh said doing a, a scripture chain often builds upon builds upon yeah. and gives you a better understanding we've just we, we in our scripture chain we did one that was just uh, one that was good but it was a it was one because it, it had a lot packed into it we won't spend yeah. as much time possibly on each one but we will just move through because as we cover each of these ones you're going to get more and more tools to minister yeah. to yourself and to others all right well bless you thank you bless so much you guys okay see you next week